All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Wednesday, March 4th, 2020. I am your host, Detroit Sports Writer, and a longtime Red Wings fan, Nolan Bianchi, here today with my friend, Ethan Smith. Hi. And the co host of this Lockdown Red what did I tell you about not talking? You can't tell me when to come in, dude. It's a free country. This is my podcast too. Really? Are you in the Are you in the Twitter bio? I don't know. You're not. Why not? I don't know. I, I'll add you up right after this. Come on, man. I, I honestly, I, I didn't think about it, and like that was gonna be my. I was gonna say, yeah, well, you are in the Twitter bio, and then I realized that you probably weren't. So then I asked you while I thought about it, and then that's when I realized, no, you're not. Am I really even a part of this podcast? Yeah, absolutely. I just cut all your stuff out. Oh, man. Uh, but can yeah. anybody hear me out there? Yes, we can all hear you loud and clear. Today is a great day. Do you know why? Um, Jeez. Um, I woke up. I put on one foot. I put one foot in front of the other. I uh, went to work today. Um, why? Because we have a bag of Sour Mambas to eat while we're recording, and that's just terrific. Uh, I love Sour Mambas. This is not an ad, by the way, but I love Sour Mambas, so I thought, you know, we talk about it. Uh, Locked on Red Wings Podcast, brought to you by Sour Mambas. I wish. That would be so cool. That would be a dream sponsor of mine. We'll work on it. Uh, but it is not a good day for the reason uh, that the Red Wings lost another hockey game. Since we've last talked to you guys, well... You called it. <laughs> you called it. You know, I went out on a limb on, on yesterday's episode. I said, hey, we're recording before the game, but let's assume it was a loss. And what do you know? It ended up being a 2-1 loss to the Colorado Avalanche. A lot closer of a game than I think uh, at least I suspected it would be. But, uh, yeah, Red Wings fall 2-1, to get the first goal of the game again, and it, and it all just kind of uh, falls apart from there. What were your impressions of the game? I had three takeaways. Four. Four takeaways. Four takeaways. One takeaway. We had less than 20 shots on net. Again. That's rough. Four shots in the first period. Again. That's rough. Two, Alex Biega got his third assist of the season. That's awesome. He's also <laughs> only a mi- he's also only a minus nine, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I think he's a guy that. Congrats uh, to him. It'll be good to have him in the lineup next year. I think he brings some. I think that. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a ton of changeover on that decor. Uh, just, I mean, one through six, one through eight, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I think he's a guy that the Red Wings are going to be relying on pretty heavily next year to kind of help along the young guys and just be that veteran presence. I, I like what I've seen out of Alex Biega this year. I mean, given what you know we've seen from the defenseman and how easily it is or how easy it is for uh, opponents to get around them sometimes, I think that he's uh, he's been a pretty valuable guy this year. Yeah, him and Nemeth both been really good this year. Mm-hmm. Like it. Two, two, two Nemeth good signings. Nemeth one night. Or Nemeth plus one last night, too. Yeah. Would you look at that? Okay, now. Okay, now. Okay. Okay. Next takeaway. Are you on three or four? This is three. Okay. Anthony Mantha keeps scoring. And it's nice to see. I mean, three goals in his in his last six games. You got to love it. He's got an assist in there, too. Guy's playing good. You got to love that. Yeah. I, I mean, he uh, when he returned, he had two assists in his first game, both on goals by Darren Helm. Side um, note. Side note. <laughs> MVP? Uh, just like to bring that up whenever possible. But uh, ever since then, he has kind of slowed down. Those three goals that he has uh, in the last six games are, are the only three goals he has since returning. But uh, I think you're right. That's something that 
the scoring is going to come the more comfortable he gets like back out onto the ice so that was good to see garbage goal out in front whacking at home gotta get those gotta get those goals to pick up wins in this league you know yep i've got one more okay that's here fun fact we lost to michael hutchinson are you aware of michael hutchinson's background this year i'm not too familiar no tell me about it well, he was the Toronto Maple Leafs backup goalie. Mm-hmm. Ran into some very hard times there, putting putting together you know just consistent games, especially when I mean the way Toronto sets up with Anderson is Anderson plays every single game besides games the second game of back to backs. Yeah, that's just the way he do, they do it. And Hutchinson was struggling this year. I mean, his goals against average even after this game that he won is three forty seven with an eight eighty eight save. Three forty seven. Yeah. Three forty-seven. Oh, yeah. three forty-seven goals against average. What did you think? You said I thought you said percentage. same percentage. No, the same percentage is eight eighty-eight. So anyway, he gets traded to Colorado. He's getting a couple extra starts, and would you look at that? He gets a win against the Detroit Red Wings. Makes makes seventeen saves out of eighteen shots, and he gets it. I mean, that's <laughs> that's still not much of a performance to write home about. And that's what's shocking is that he, I mean, he he did some damage to his goals against average in that game last night, and it's still that high. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we've talked about it before. This The Red Wings are, are a team where guys get back in grooves, guys find their game. And, uh, you know, really, I, I, I think that there's a little bit of honor in that. You know, being, you're like the practice squad of the NHL, but, like, forever. For everybody else, there's the other organizations, you know. It's kind of like the, like a, you know, hey guys, we're just gonna go out there. I mean, we're just gonna let's just do our best. It's like when let's Alabama just, let's just show them what we're made of. Yeah, it's like when Alabama plays like South Tennessee A and M the yeah. week before they play Auburn. Yeah, same thing. How many more games of the season? Fourteen. <laughs> Fourteen more games, guys. Woo! Fourteen more games. And the Blackhawks are next on Friday night. We'll we'll talk about that game later on in the week, but uh, yeah, that'll be a fun one. Nice little rivalry game. Uh, before we get going off of the games that were yesterday, I saw a stat on Twitter that said Edmonton's Leon Dreisaitl has a shooting percentage of over twenty percent this year and last year. That's insane. What do you <laughs> like? How do you think? Like, what do you attribute that to? And like, I because I remember that one year when Colorado. One year when Colorado made the playoffs, and I think it was 2014, 2015 maybe. Was that the year? Yeah. Or 2013, 2014. I can't remember. But uh, I remember that year where they were shooting at an unsustainable rate. Like, they were scoring at an unsustainable rate for their shooting percentage. And, like, the next two years they fell off, and then they hit rock bottom. I think that's fascinating because – a lot of times, I mean, like, it's tough to look at an entire season of a sample size and say, okay, that team, you know, water has to find its level eventually. But you just got to wonder if that's going on with Leon Dreisaitl right now because uh, – or if that will happen with Leon Dreisaitl because, I mean, two years to be on this kind of run of with a with a shooting percentage of over 20%, that's – that is beyond an anomaly and it's become just he's a juggernaut. I'm sure having McDavid on a line with him helps. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, having that, I mean, McDavid and Joyce all line together is unbelievable. But, I mean, I, there's one of the goals that he got the puck on his backhand in the slot. And then as he's spinning, he just, a quick snapshot, 
And like it's like there's no defenseman around him because that pass never gets made, mm-hmm. and that pass was given him, given to him by McDavid. It's yeah. like that one-two punch, and like, and he's also six-four and two hundred and twenty pounds, and he's not throwing his body around running people, and he's not, you know, not necessarily a physical guy. So I mean, I think I mean I think he's this is like could be close to the norm. I mean, it'll probably dip. I've never seen somebody right. that high of a shooting percentage for this long, but I mean, more power to him. Yeah, he had five last night. Four, four, unbelievable. Yeah. Must be uh, five points. It's though. the Andreas having a C effect. Oh man, <laughs> he did play ten minutes last night. That's pretty cool. He played ten minutes. Yeah, he That's did. It. He played ten minutes. Oh man, it's good to see him back out there, though. Yeah, we do have to. Uh, you know, I had to bring it back to the Red Wings somehow. But uh, if you want to talk about throwing it back. Red Wings did a little bit of a throwback last night with 90s night. Figured it'd be a good way to get the fans involved, fans who've been tuned out for a while, get everybody feeling a little nostalgic for the 90s and the Red Wings-Avalanche rivalry. And I got to tell you, I, I, I'm fully in favor of the Red Wings hosting more of these nights because just throughout the game, they kept like playing like memories from the 90s, and I think that's all fans need. I think every night should be 90s night if you're the Detroit Red Wings. Were they playing like 90s music over the Jumbotron and stuff? I don't know. I wasn't at the game. I was at a party. I couldn't hear the TV. Gotcha. Whoop, whoop. I have You're a at a party life. on a Monday night? Personal life. Where baby. were you? What? Was that a Monday night? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't at a party. Where were you? Was, you weren't... Why, was, why, why didn't you have sound on the game? I was, I was at my girlfriend's house. Doing what? I was watching The Bachelor. Okay. I mean, something wrong with that. I like The Bachelor. I mean, it's, it was a party. It's comedy. It was fun. Yeah. It is a comedy. Mm-hmm. Don't take that show seriously, people. If you, <laughs> the, the, if you can stop, if you cannot take it seriously and you take it as a joke, it's it's a, a great show. I agree. I, I Reality TV, baby. I'll vouch for that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think that if Fox Sports Detroit wants to keep its viewership up for the rest of the season, that's the best way to do it. Just keep playing all. They had like the, they had the McCarty toe drag. I mean, they had, they were pulling out all oh, the stops. What uh by the way the McCarty toe drag one of the great calls in Red Wings history and I'm bringing this up because a couple like I think it was last week the uh it was like the 8th anniversary of that and I'm going way off the board here it was the 8th anniversary of that clip of Pete Weber the bowler when he's like who do you think you are I am <laughs> yeah just an electric moment but the most underrated part of that clip that I think people forget about, like when it was circulating going viral, is that Gary Thorne is on the broadcast call. And Gary Thorne is the voice of every great Red Wings playoff moment from the 90s to early 2000s. I remember when Gary Thorne and Bill Clement were the guys for like EA Sports. Yeah, too. yeah, NHL, yeah. The early NHLs. Yep. Man. That's what I was thinking too. But the, uh, I mean, I think, I think the McCarty call is one of my favorite calls of all time. Just like, McCarty takes, McCarty goes, McCarty scores! Just, it doesn't get any better than that. I know both of us can quote the Heisman goal against St. Louis in overtime. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that one's my favorite. That one's just like, that one's, I still get chills. When you could hear, it's like silent, you could hear him just go, and in. There has never been a and better then, shot in oh NHL man, history. That was man, that was also man, another man. one that they uh, they showed up on the on the broadcast, and it was funny because they were doing this like 
they were like trying to modernize it. So they were doing like the Fox track, you know, like doing all these advanced statistics, like 2.6 feet on the jump after he scored that goal heading into the corner. It was kind of stupid, but I enjoyed it. They're just, they're like, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they do this, you know, puck tracking and player tracking stuff in the playoffs. Yeah. I hope they don't get silly with it like that. Well, he was skating well, 17 miles an hour and then he stopped on a dime. Like, yeah, I mean, you yeah. see it now with the NFL. You know. Like, there's, uh, like, that Amazon has, like, taken over, like, a portion of the NFL's analytics, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, yeah, there's that, there's, like, those highlights where it'll, it'll show, like, this incredible catch and throw. And it'll be, like, you know, balls in the air. And it's like, this, this ball only had a 14.2% chance of being completed. And I'm like, how do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> Advanced stat? No, there's no advanced stat that could possibly, like, take into account, like, the player's skill. Like, how how We stole the Julio Jones, so you gotta add 5%. (laughs) Yeah, what is, like, how does that happen? Yeah, it really doesn't make sense. I don't know. But, it did get me thinking, being the 90s stuff. uh, Because I, they did, you know, they obviously showed a couple clips from the Red Wings and Avalanche, too. And that was a rivalry that was one of the best in all of hockey, but... Not only all of hockey, but maybe even uh, all of sports, uh, at least at the time. And uh, that was a rivalry that you and I kind of missed out on. We were, I was, I think I was. I was a young. I was in the womb I when Darren McCarty uh, beat the living hell out of Claude Lemieux. So that's not something that I remember. But what I do remember, and this is maybe something we could talk about, because this is one of my first ever Red Wings memories, is the Game 7 against Colorado. Well, I remember the whole 2002 playoff run. But the Game 7 in the Western Conference Finals against Colorado in 2002 when the Red Wings scored seven goals, Chase Patrick Waugh, the whole nine, and uh, obviously go on and win the Stanley Cup. But I I remember that game probably as vividly as a six-year-old can remember anything. Yeah, I definitely remember just sitting at my grandma's house and everybody was just like, oh, my God. I remember before, like, at the press conference, Patrick Waugh was like, oh, VOC, VOC, VOC. And then we just shelled them for seven goals. <laughs> that was probably, Ooh. like, growing up, that was probably the, the thing I, like, spent the most time watching on YouTube was just, like, highlights of the Avalanche and Red Wings rivalry. And just, like, there were so many incredible moments because of the fact that those teams were facing each other. Not only, like, not only did they have a pure hatred because of, like, what happened, but they were also, I mean, they won, let's see, Avalanche won in 90... Six? Yeah, 96. So they won in 96. The Red Wings win in 97 and 98. Avalanche win in 2001, and the Red Wings win in 2002. So, I mean, it was one of those things where it was, you know, who a lot of times when they played in the playoffs, it was about who was going to be that Western Conference representative in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, it's like a ping pong match, just back and forth, back and forth. Absolutely. One, I, I think one of my favorite... I think one of my favorite memories that I like can think of off the top of my head of the rivalry that's maybe a little bit underrated is the Patrick Waugh, Steve Eiserman, or when Patrick Waugh, Statue of Liberty, Steve Eiserman, mm. and he accidentally let go of the puck. Uh, if you haven't seen the clip, Steve Eiserman is battling out front. He's got a wide open net. Patrick Waugh dives across a crease, makes this amazing glove save, and then goes to sh- raise his hand like to the referee to be got like, it. got it. Don't worry about and it. And it slips out of his glove and goes into the net. Idiot. 
I love when bad things happen to Patrick Waugh. I think that's the one thing that I really, truly hold dear to my heart from my early childhood fandom of the Red Wings. I hate Patrick Waugh. You know, like, even being a goalie, too, like, I just don't like him. I don't like Patrick Waugh, but, like, every single time I see that Statue of Liberty play, it's like, I like, my hate for him just evaporates and it's just like, oh, that just really sucks to see. Especially in like a big game too against Detroit. And he's just like, okay, guys, don't worry. Oh, oh, oh man. Yeah, I mean, like, there's was... nothing you could even do or say. Like, you just you just look at Patrick Watt after that goal and you're just like, oh, dude, I just blew it. <laughs> so bad. Oh, so bad. Now, Ethan, before we go any further, I do have a question for you. What's up? You, you listen to this podcast or any other podcast on the Lockdown Network? Absolutely. Then I'm sure you've heard about all the great advertisers working with Lockdown to reach sports fans. Have you not? I have. But what you may not know is that Lockdown Red Wings is a great way for your local business. Do you have a local business? No. Well, let's pretend you do. All right. If you did, it would be a great way for your local business to reach passionate Red Wings fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Lockdown gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. And not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Red Wings fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, he's flashing money, folks. He's flashing money, sprinkling it over the microphone. Then put your company right here on this Locked On network because local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockdownPodcast.com slash advertising and just let us know who you are. We'll, we'll get our team to help your team achieve Lockdown Advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockdownPodcast.com slash advertising. Wow. And we look forward to hearing from you. Killed it. Now, uh, while I was looking up you know, the info on the... The Red Wings and Avalanche winning those cups. I did come across something interesting. What's that? Devils were nasty for a while. They won in '96, uh, or sorry, they won in '95, 2000, and 2003. I I did not realize that. Yeah, man, they had a team for a while. Scott Stevens, Broder, Marty B. Remember when Scott Stevens killed Paul Correa? Oh, that's another. That's another. That's another another one of those all-time sports calls. Oh yeah, when when uh, when he when Pauly Correa comes back in overtime and scores a game winner, fans want one. And then he goes off the floor on the board, Paul Correa. Just like oh dude, oh, Harry dude. Thorne, dude. Like he's so is, good. Like I honestly think he might be. I mean, may, uh, there's definitely has something to do with the fact that he just happens to have like he's on the call for all the greatest Red Wings moments but I truly think when it comes to American broadcasters anyways it does not get any better than Gary Thorne I wish he was still doing hockey I know I know why did he did you know like when did he leave I don't know but like it, I mean even also like you mentioned earlier he was on those EA sports games I mean that was like, Through, like I grew up like with all Gary Thorne yeah and those were great games. Those those games had great commentaries because Bill Clement was an absolute moron in that game. Yeah, he was. Because <laughs> <laughs> so the color commentator for a video game, like, what do you even say? He's like, I, oh, dude. Oh, he bashed him there. <laughs> maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. There was somebody. I mean, I know it was at least like NHL 02. That was the first one I got. 
but it was like he was meant to play like just an absolute dum dum. And he's like, oh, he smashed him like one of those little ball reaction chains from the Franklin Mint. And, and Gary Thorne's like, what? And he's like, you ever been to the Franklin Mint? And he's like, no. I didn't know. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. You know those things that sit on like rich guys' desks where like they're the five balls on strings and they go. Yes. Yes. This is bad podcasting. I, I demonstrated that with my hands, but... Uh, you lift one end up, and it hits it, and the force of the ball hitting the other balls in the middle makes the other ball on the other end go up, and it just goes back and forth, and back and forth, and back and forth. Good yeah. podcasting. Good podcast. We fixed it. Oh, man. Uh, what do you say we wrap this one up? Okay. All right? Okay. All right? Okay. Are you going to be back here tomorrow? Yeah. What about the next day? Are you going to put my name on the Twitter handle yeah. thing? Yeah, sure. Then, maybe. Yeah, I'll, then yeah, I'll be here. All right, cool. Oh, then maybe I'll be here. Perfect, perfect. Uh, I will be here. You will be here. That's what we do here at the Lockdown Network. Your team every day. Your team is the Red Wings, unfortunately. You, yeah, that's a bummer. We support you guys. But we're we support you. Yeah, we're here for you. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings if you haven't done that already. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nolan Bianchi and my lovely co-host at Ethan Smith. Boom. Press that subscribe button. Have tomorrow's episode ready for you when you wake up. Listen to it on your way to work. Listen to it on your lunch. Listen to it on your way home before you go home to uh, maybe to some meatloaf or something like that. Who knows? Who knows? It's Wednesday. It's hump day. You got to do something to make you feel a little bit special. Maybe you stop on the way home, pick up some carryout from your favorite spot. Who knows? Call somebody you love. Tell them that you love them. And uh, call somebody in your life and tell me. Call somebody that you have a crush on and tell me you have a crush on them. Yeah. Pet your dog or cat when you get home. And go Red Wings. Definitely go Red Wings.